Hi, everyone. I'm Tish Conlon for another episode of Tish Talk. Today, we're going to try something a little different. My lovely guest uh, for today has had a personal situation come up. So I'm going to do a solo podcast. Many people have asked me to do this, um, do a shorter update. There's just so much going on. So bear with me as I try to share some things uh, with my technological uh, capabilities. But wow, uh, lots is going on in the world. So let me just do fire for those who don't have time to deep dive on everything. A quick report on on uh, geopolitical, finance, health, uh, tyranny, and other items, and maybe a few personal stories to make you laugh. Uh, but uh, what uh, debate uh, last night? Really, the only uh, person worth watching was Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I'm going to play a one-minute clip only. That's all you need to watch in the U.S. Republican primaries. Obviously, Trump was not there. He did an interview with Tucker Carlson instead, which is worth watching in its entirety and I think has over 200 million views so far. But let's listen in uh, to what Vivek said, which was incredibly powerful in his one minute speech. So uh, let's go now. I was born in 1985 and I grew up into a generation where we were taught to celebrate our diversity and our differences so much that we forgot all of the ways we are really just the same as Americans, bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion in 1776. And this is our moment to revive those common ideals. God is real. There are two genders. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to man. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government, not four. And the U.S. Constitution, it is the strongest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what will win us the revolution of 2024. Thanks for letting me introduce myself. Thank you. Amazing. Wasn't that great? I mean, he said it like it perfectly. So I really like that guy. I've listened to a few of his interviews. Uh, don't think he has a shot at winning. I would vote for Trump with his depth of experience. Uh, and I think apparently with all of his uh, legal battles, he's become more popular than ever because he's waking people up to the truth of the complete and utter capture of the U.S. and all of Western uh, world's real uh, structures, political, uh, legal, judicial, educational, and everything else. So what else is going on in the world? Uh, geopolitically, it's quite interesting. You're looking at firebrand uh, Millet, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, the libertarian who's come out of nowhere in Argentina to win the primaries. And he's a lot like a kind of like a PPC candidate, I'd say, in Canada. If that were to happen, it'd be amazing. But He's got a lot of really common sense uh, policies that would really lift Argentina out of its horrific uh, situation right now with like they make inflation in Canada look like nothing and in the U.S. But very interesting to see this comes on the back of a number of assassinations in South America and other places in the world that we've seen Ecuadorian presidential candidate Fernando Villa. Uh, Vicencio, um, I'm really hacking that, was uh, recently assassinated, sadly, um, really wanting to fight crime. You had that previously, you had the uh, Japanese prime minister, I think that was last year, 
assassinated. He was pro-nationalism, uh, wasn't a globalist at all. Um, and that's Shinzo Abe. Uh, and I know there's been a number of others, obviously lots in the African continent. And what about what's going on in Africa? Africa is unbelievably interesting. Not only do they are they loaded with absolute gifts from God, uh, medals, gems, everything else that have been pillaged by various oligarchs and emperors like, uh, you know, uh, like the British emperor for many, many years. Uh, they are now standing up and rebelling and it's being positioned in Western media like something awful. I'm reading a headline, could coup in Niger upends U.S. terrorism fight? I think the U.S. caused the terrorism, apparently, uh, apparently according to a number of good, good uh alternative media sources <clears throat> could open the door for Russia. Now, what Russia and China are doing with their Belt and Road Initiative is they're doing a win-win negotiations, not the win-lose of the past, where you are given a little bit of money to live, you know, kind of like uh, feed uh, feed someone for the day or teach them to fish and they'll have a skill for a lifetime um, there or, you know, versus just giving them a fish. So they, they, uh, um, the past system was giving them a little bit of fish, but, you know, pillaging their land and keeping them living on a subsidence living, very poor. These initiatives, which are building real infrastructure and real training, are lifting people up in masses in Africa. I'm really heartened by this initiative. A lot of people are scared. They're scared by what could happen with Russia and China, but they neglect to look at their own countries and what they are doing. I mean, Canada, it, it's absolutely horrific to see if you have eyes open where you can see uh, the devastation of this country. We have almost no manufacturing, uh, absolute corruption, indoctrination. I would say total communist policies and acts everywhere. You can't even, you know, I've said before and I've sat in councils, you can't even get a license uh, to, to have a pizza stand. I mean, it's unbelievable how the disincentives for entrepreneurialism, for manufacturing, etc. cetera. Uh, but lots happening around the world. We had the BRICS um, nations and there's, uh, there's way more than they let on. I know Iran, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, uh, Turkey, many others have applied to gain access into the BRICS. Uh, Vladimir Putin has said um, the war on the dollar is gaining momentum in a speech remotely, uh, the de-dollarization of, of uh, the U.S. Uh, currency and the, their removal as a federal res uh, reserve, as a reserve currency, uh, that's going to mean uh, something very significant for uh, anyone who uses the dollar in the West, particularly. Um, and that is gaining rapid momentum. Um, their GDP is growing uh, as the West falls. I mean, this whole model that they've had, uh, that these globalists have planned deliberately to have the West um, as the, you know, the gluttons and the, the consumers just eating and eating frenzy on the cheap goods um, you know, of uh, places like Africa and China, where they were hoping to keep them in, you know, subsistence living uh, and in poverty, uh, that is backfiring because it, it doesn't, it's a win-lose all over the world. And uh, we are losing our infrastructure, our manufacturing base, our intelligence, our schools are so dumbed down. Um, everything has been weaponized in the West. Um, you name it, it's been weaponized and turned against you. So 
if you understand that you're in a fifth generation war right now, then you, be you better wake up and take uh, civil legal action. And the most powerful world you word you can say is no. What we're seeing now, the narrative buildup is, uh, oh my goodness, a new variant is coming out. Be very afraid. That's one of their big tactics. Be afraid. Line up for another experimental, safe and effective injection. Please say no. Please, as for your kids, for everyone, please say no. Um, and they're also trying to mask people up again. We know how bad that is for human health, not only physically, but psychologically. That's what they used to dehumanize and torture people in the past. Do not wear a face covering, I like to call them diapers. Uh, it reminds me of the time uh, during the real height of this. I have many stories, but going to a store, I will not name the store, which I've never gone to since. At the checkout with the door wide open, she said, I'm not going to let you check out unless you put that thing on your face. It was a moment. I thought about it. I couldn't do it. I threw down the cash, actually extra cash, took my items that I'd paid for and left. She runs out, takes a picture of my license plate and sends the police to my door. You know, this is a lesson in just standing, standing strong. When he came here, I said, I'm so glad you came. I almost filed a report for harassment against that store, but I have forgiven them but I will never step foot in that store again. And please, if you do hear from anyone else, you better remind that store that you're supposed to serve your customers. It was uh, one of the many uh, horrific experiences that I had, but learning how to stand firm, how to push back in a very calm and loving way because people have been indoctrinated and some people don't know how to handle that fear. So you have to stay calm and loving and factual, but say no, particularly for our kids. Like this is absolutely horrific. And I know in Canada, I don't know which country some of you are listening in from, but in Canada, we have the, the, the um, net outcome of these horrific, horrific, evil, satanic policies is massive suicide, depression, anxiety. Our kids are really low on the list performing for school. And these ideologies that they're pushing, these gender ideologies and um, these de divisive techniques like critical race theory are tearing our kids apart and they're confusing them. They don't understand. So you've got to stand up. If you're an adult, you really have to stand up for our kids in all of these Western countries. Um, but yeah, speaking of what's happening with the kids, um, some positive news in Canada. A lot of you are Canadians. Uh, Saskatchewan um, has now put through uh, legislation um, to make it um, illegal for kids uh, under 16 without parental consent to use other pronouns or, or names at school. I'm really heartened by that. This comes um, after Manitoba's Premier Heather um, I think it's Stephens, so correct me if I'm wrong there, and New Brunswick Premier took a massive amount of heat, uh, Bill Higgs, for introducing similar legislation. Saskatchewan has gone further to ban any third-party so-called educators like Planned Parenting. If you look into the history of Planned Parenting, um, they are real depopulationists and eugenicists and, and a lot of really shady, shady people um, and organizations um, are involved there, according to research. Um, and uh, Mr. Gates's family were well involved with that as well. Uh, but why are they teaching things, really, really hardcore sexual things to young children? We all have to think of what is the motive here? 
and it's certainly very, very dark. So time to shine a light on all this stuff. Um, pull up your pants, become an adult, and uh, stop hiding away and do something to, to save our children, is what I say openly to people. Um, because we, it only it's going to take far more people in all of these countries getting involved. And again, I'm really um, excited to have a man on my show who is um, um, part of the LGBTQ community. Um, and I'm also very supportive of Gays Against Groomers who are taking a really strong stand against the indoctrination, sexualization, and grooming of our kids. So that's some news here in Canada. Uh, Big Pharma is actually trying to push more sales of their safe and effective injections. And it's going to be up to we the people to say absolutely no, because uh, the stats on died suddenly are uh, exploding everywhere. Um, the uh, I think it was the Globe and Mail in Canada came out with a uh, article recently. And for those of us who are awake, it's like, oh, my God geez, can't you put one and one together? It's not even two and two. They're saying um, more people are dying in Canada in 2023 for reasons that are not yet clear. Tim, I wonder, experimental injections, um, and now everyone's dying or has serious uh, turbo cancers and myocarditis. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's perplexing, um, quite, quite concerning um, when it comes to, um, you know, there's so many different podcasts of you. Um, I really enjoyed listening uh, on on the, sort of the, the war front as the warmongering continues. And it's like um, it's almost it's like insanity building up the narrative. You know, now there's the. It's was the left with the Russia Ukraine. We've got to support Ukraine. Now it's the right side on the Chinese is gonna China's gonna invade Taiwan anytime. We're gonna have to get involved. Well, I mean, how does that solve anything? And uh, U.S. Colonel Douglas McGregor was interviewed a couple days ago or sometime recently on Tucker Carlson. I highly, highly recommend viewing that. He had so many good uh, data points um, about the corruption and also about the, the absolute certainty of a complete and utter loss if the U.S. was to get involved heavily uh, in, in fighting against Russia. And, you know, he clarifies uh, th that they have a very good case um, because they have, you know, the U.S., the NATO broke their Minsk agreement. They weren't supposed to allow Ukraine in. They weren't supposed to have missiles cl that close to Russia. They broke all their agreements. They lied. They cheated. They took out a, a legitimate um, president in Ukraine and installed uh, the puppet that we see now, who's a dancer and actor, uh, who's incredibly corrupt. And ironically, he won his presidential bid based on his promise uh, to have to to ensure there would be peace with Russia, which he promptly broke because he was a puppet. And you have to realize and people in Canada and the U.S. also need to realize that you don't just because a, a someone who's a political candidate says something doesn't mean they're going to do it. Most of the Uniparty and that's the conservatives, uh, liberals and NDP here in Canada 
they might say something, uh, but they do whatever they're told, whatever their globalist um, handlers tell them to do. And that means they don't talk about Agenda 2030, which is what we're seeing now with all these uh, smart city or 15 minute cities or whatever you want to call them, man retreated cities. Um, they don't talk about uh, the big pharma corruption and the obvious about the harm that's being done by these horrific injections and other toxic drugs, but mostly these injections that are coming out. Um, you can't get, I mean, I am not at all interested in ever going to the doctor. And I had a bet with uh, my son, uh, he had to go for a minor thing. He, I didn't want him to go, of course, but he insisted. Um, and he is um, able to do that. I'd rather him go with me than alone. I said, you just watch. She's going to try to inject you with a couple of different things while we're here. She goes, no. Sure enough, we sat down. And not only did she uh, really hard sell him on a, uh, a number of injections, I won't say which, but then when, when I was like almost having a fit and I said, no, she looked at him and said, you don't have to do what she says. You you know, you can do whatever you want. You really need these. So then she's tried to sell them right in front of me. It was disgusting. And this is what we're up against uh, in a lot of places. Certainly Canada is horrific. So if you haven't got your kids to understand how evil this is, try, never give up. Um, and although my uh, children aren't awake, I lay out on a regular basis books about the fraud articles constantly so they can and pictures they can take that in they might not read a whole book but they see the cover um, and various other facts on an ongoing and regular basis because even subconsciously they are taking that in if they can't take it in consciously so never never give up on your children and that reminds me of another story i mean i had a wonderful weekend i've met so many people i've lost a lot of friends and um yeah of course my heart you know i, I grieve for that i really do and some days i really get sad because we need our roots and i've been a good friend i think my whole life i've had friends for over 40 years, um, many friends. So you, you really get to know each other and people who I've loved in my life who've been ripped away during the COVID divide. But, you know, during my, um, you know, the freedom work that I'm doing and training people on health and detox and heartening them on me inspirational messages, I've met so many people. So I had a great weekend, was on a cr little cruise and then went to a party. It was really fun. And I met a lovely couple and um, we were talking about how they've been dividing the families. And a lot of people have children in their 20s, maybe early 30s or whatever, uh, this millennial group that are so angry at them, barely speak to them, incredibly woke, if you can use a label, um, you know, are, are triggered so easily or right into the climate agenda, right into the LGBTQ plus 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 agenda. They don't see the harm and it's really hard to communicate with them. So one of the, the gentlemen I was speaking with have, has become estranged from his son. I hope he does. If he's listening, I hope you don't mind me telling the story. I'll keep it general. <clears throat> um, and he can't, you know, send him something occasionally and the son wouldn't reply. I'd ask him a question, wouldn't reply. So he's really, he's kind of getting angry. And what I said is don't get angry. Realize deep down our kids need us so much. They are reacting to an incredibly unhealthy, sick uh, society. Maybe they can't see it, but something in their in their whole psyche 
knows something's wrong and um and it's uh it's scary so you know they might lash out at you but do not take it personally i said be like a duck um because they need you so much and just let it just you know just let it run off continue the love and i told a story about my son called drunk love where one time and i'm very happy that neither of my kids are uh involved in, in, and i don't i think this is true drugs alcohol any of that not disgusting nonsense vaping i'm like don't do it um but he at one time i think a couple of years ago was attempted uh with friends to drink a lot during one gaming session one night became very wasted set scarily wasted my youngest woke me up and he was drunk and he was vomiting and he was like really wasted very scary we actually had to call the paramedic just to check but we'd given him lots of water some electrolytes had him on his side and after that first phase of being super drunk and scary drunk he settled into a happy drunk and he told me over and over again while I was you know we were laying there with him my youngest and I laughing and chatting I'll never forget that night for hours he told me over and over how much he loves me and so it was so I suck that in I drank it in and now whenever he says I hate you you're crazy everyone hates you all my friends hate you or when are you gonna stop this stupid stuff I you know I say ha ha I caught you you don't mean that I know you love me and I always tell him how much I love him no matter what he says because we are in a war and they're coming for our children and we can never ever let them get our children um so I just wanted to send that to somebody in case they need it don't get down don't get disheartened if your your kids are lashing out at you never stop never stop loving them um so yeah so so other news is um I'm continuing to do my thrive workshops if anyone is interested at all um uh, in booking me in you can contact me through my website tishconlin.com I've got some incredible guests coming up in the next few weeks um and another episode with Matthew Errett on China because that is a perplexing I mean I listen to so many people talking about um you know the the in Canada, you know, the the Chinese police stations, uh, we've got, you know, is it China flooding the U.S. with fentanyl? Uh, we're going to cover the uh, Falun um, whatever uh, that group's called. Uh, are the Uyghurs being persecuted in China? All of these questions about China, uh, the Wuhan lab next. Um, I think that's going to be next week uh, with Matthew. So stay tuned for that. And please like and subscribe uh, to my channels. It doesn't cost anything. It helps me build my audience and my credibility. Um, I am going to be having an event here in Durham. Um which is going to be a town hall on September 13th to talk about Agenda 2030, school indoctrination and what you can do. Um, this WHO, uh, Corrupt WHO and their uh, pandemic treaty and international health re uh, regulation amendments and how you can push back against that. I'll be having James Raguski on the show again to update us on actions. And please, everyone can and should get involved. Uh, honestly, it feels good. 
it'll eat you up and eat at you if you do nothing in this time. And mostly what people are telling me is they feel incredible. It makes them feel stronger, more united. And believe me, um, the things that are coming down, it's important to be together. Um, social credit scores and all of that aside, look what's happened when people push get back against the woke agenda with you know groups like Disney and Bud Light. It really does make a difference and every person is significant and required in this battle. This is a massive global battle. It's fifth generation warfare. They're using fear and division as their primary tactics. So we need to respond with love and unity everywhere. And although it's tempting to, you know, fight fire with fire, get angry, um, I my experience has shown that humor and love and calm education is critical. So, you know, we got to be farmers and not fighters in this war more and more and, and pursue things, action, but legally, um, take action, but legally and, and within our uh, legal rights. And I think we will see more and more shifts. So I think that's a wrap for today. I've, I think I covered everything that I meant to. There is like incredible things going on all the time, but more and more people standing up and, uh, uh, yeah, thanks for your support. Have a fantastic day and we will talk to you soon. Bye now.